All right, welcome to part two of the Sandhaven Sanatorium episode. I'm your host, Jocelyn. And I'm Mariah of Chronically Iconic Mistakes. tuned in for our last episode we did a pretty cool episode on the Sanhaven sanatorium that is pretty close to where i now live in north dakota yes we talked and talked about how big it was and a little bit of what happened there as well yes yes very large and in charge is the <laughs> building um it is, <laughs> it is it's whole own ass city so that's pretty unique it's pretty also terrifying you know how big it was and large and in charge <laughs> yes um large things can be quite intimidating if we're going into that i suppose yes um but we ended our last episode talking about a different sanatorium that is actually in Brandon, Canada. Brandon, Manitoba, Canada? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Like, do you list them all? Or when I say Brandon, Manitoba, do we just know it's in Canada? Like, I'm, I don't live in Canada. I don't know. I had to send something to Canada one time. <laughs> don't ask me what. And, what? <laughs> like, their postal codes and, like, their names are so confusing like they have like two or three different names for one area it's it's crazy over there yeah what what's going on with that and like you guys are doing everything else right I just want to know what's going on with your naming system um because it confuses me that's literally the only thing we have going for us over here yeah that's absolutely it like we don't have like I don't know it's not like we would put like Grand Rapids Michigan United States yeah, yeah, that's weird. Okay, I hear it now. I hear it now. You probably don't put the Canada. Like, you just know. Anyways. Unless you're mailing to a different country, then you would put Canada, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, okay. You, you have a really good point. <laughs> I think we're, like, really overthinking this, and I hope that someone in Canada can help us, because we are literally just ignorant at this point. We have issues. <laughs> We do, we really do, if you can't tell on episode three here, um, we're a little weird, but that's okay. Alright, so we were talking about the Canadian Sanatorium. Okay, she dove in, yep. We were talking about the, the, Canadian, <laughs> the Canadian Sanatorium and how they were doing some experiments to figure out the TV. Okay, yes, because they didn't ask permission for the experiments. They just yes. did it on people unknowingly. Yes, and chicken permission is so important. You have to ask permission to experiment on people. Consent is key, people. Listen up. Yes, in literally everything, you should probably just make sure you have consent to do whatever the fuck you're doing. Like, I don't care what it is, just like make sure other people are down. How does that sound? Yes, thank you, teacher. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, welcome to my TED Talk. Okay, so the really dark thing about these tuberculosis experiments that were happening at 
Honestly, I want to say this particular location, but this is actually something that happened like at all sanatoriums, it sounds like, the more that I dug into it. Um, but, but the really dark thing about it is that they were actually experimenting on indigenous people. Yeah, of course, because indigenous people don't have every other thing going for them back then. That's sarcasm. Yeah, I mean, even even now, like... I don't know, their situation is not ideal, and they just got, I mean, screwed in so many ways in history, and I had no idea that this was happening. I mean, I had no idea that they were literally being experimented on with no consent during tuberculosis outbreaks. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, it's terrible, and I mean, again, we talked about it in our last episode like history has been wrong so many times and this is just another example of it and it's just really sad yeah unfortunately and we always hear the term history repeats itself and like honestly I feel like it's just on a loop at this point exactly and that's why I think it's really important to talk about this in our podcast um you know when I started the Sand Haven case I had no idea that this would be a two-part but I happened upon this article while I was researching at this different sanatorium and you know this is literally a class action lawsuit like this is something that happened all over in sanatoriums but especially at the Brandon sanatorium because this sanatorium specifically was segregated yeah and you said class action that that's really serious. Like, that usually means that it went on a lot and it happened to a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Like, you don't just start a class action lawsuit without knowing that this happened all over the place. And, I mean, God, I hate to say it, starting with the little things, like, I'm literally not sure you can call these little because this whole thing is so serious and... Ugh, it's terrible, but the Brandon Sanatorium was actually said to have an orientation to assimilate their patients into white culture. Excuse me? Yeah. Pretty fucky. Oh, gosh. Of course. And, I mean, especially considering these patients would be kept from their homes and from their culture for so long, that loss of language was, like, literally common. I mean, it made it so difficult for them to go back into their communities and communicate with their own families. I can't even imagine. Yeah, I can't either. Like, unable to communicate with your own family and feeling like, you know, a loss of sense, you know, of who you are because of all of these white people, essentially. Wait, hold up. You said that this was a small offense? Like, what the hell is the big ones? So, not that this isn't already dark enough, um, but I actually read an article by cnc.ca, because, like, Canada, um, where Florence, and I, I can't pronounce her last name, but check out our source articles, guys, um, and you can read it. Um, but Florence recalls full-on being experimented on, and I would really like it if you could read a quote from the article. Sure. And I quote, Florence was just a little girl in a Brandon, Manitoba sanatorium when she says doctors bound her to a gurney, pumped her body with electric currents, 
and then took notes as her fingers curled, her arms shook, and her neck strained backwards. Okay, I'm literally getting goosebumps already, but I'm gonna continue. It was 1953 that Ojibwa girl from Rolling River First Nation was at the sanatorium to be treated for tuberculosis. Today, she believes it was no treatment. It was, she says, a medical experiment, and she was their guinea pig. An assessment that Florence shares with hundreds of survivors of the sanatoriums, which have been closed for decades. I'm telling you, my fingers were beginning to twist sideways. It was so incredibly painful said Florence, now 72, and now to come to the conclusion that our people were experimented on. It's an awful thing to think about. I can't, I can't believe this. Like, I'm getting so angry just, like, reading it. Like, indigenous people have already been mistreated so much. They never deserved any of it. And to add this on top of everything, I just cannot imagine what they must have gone through or any of the fear they endured. I literally can't either. Like, I especially can't handle, like, my fingers were beginning to twist sideways. Like, what on earth? I, that sounds so painful. And, like, just thinking of now, it is so difficult to get care in America. And they're in Canada. Yeah, and it's it's really heartbreaking because, like you said, like, care is really hard to get. And, like, you know, indigenous people didn't deserve any of this. They were literally humans just trying to survive. And it's just so very wrong. It, it really is. Um, you know, it, like I said, it's so difficult to get care. And especially if you're a woman, doctors don't listen. But then add being indigenous, I'm sure it's got to be so, so much worse. Um, you know, and hearing things like this has to make them have a fear of, of getting treatment like that's terrifying that this ever happened oh absolutely yeah they probably like you know avoid it yeah definitely and there i mean i i absolutely have to say this like there is no way for either of us to ever understand what they went through um you know and, and what they deal with on a daily basis so it makes it a really difficult subject but it does need to be talked about and brought you know, to life. And that's what this podcast is all about. So I hope we were able to kind of discuss this topic to the best of our abilities. Um, you know, I, I will probably say this every single podcast, like I've said so far, um, we do have some laughs, but that's the only way that we know how to deal with dark topics. I don't want it to take away from how absolutely tragic and disgusting this care is. I realized that it was some time ago, but if we forget it happened and let our guard down, it could easily happen again. Yes, in order for things to change now, we have to keep talking about the past and learn from it and grow from it. Like Jacqueline said, um, you know, it it is a very difficult subject for both of us to talk about because it wasn't our culture. It wasn't our people necessarily, but we are here to spread the facts of the situation and hopefully bring light to a very tragic topic. Exactly, and you know, I I really hope that we were able to touch base on this in, in a great way, like I'm going to say it again, but I just keep thinking back to the, the fact that they were like assimilating them to a different culture and making it so difficult to reintegrate into their own society. Like, I can't 
even wrap my head around like having that happen. I really can't. Yeah, unfortunately they were like trying to literally erase them and that that did not happen. They are coming back stronger than ever, hopefully, and you know, moving forward, learning from the past. They are and like one thing I will say is I love seeing so much information about indigenous culture on TikTok. Like that is something that pops up in my feed a lot and I love hearing about it. I love seeing it and I love how proud the community is really becoming. Like you guys are amazing. Just keep thriving because you deserve it. Yeah, I I really like TikTok and how it kind of just opens up a world to like everybody. So you can learn things, you know, you don't necessarily get to learn in like school, which is kind of sad because you should be. Um, like, this stuff should have been taught to us, and it was not. It was covered up, and it's just really nice to be able to kind of, like, just bridge that gap. Yeah, absolutely, and um, I think the nice part about TikTok right now is that they, their algorithm makes it so literally anybody can be seen with the right content. Mm-hmm. It's not as difficult for you to be seen on it so you get to see a lot of different walks of life um and i really hope that that doesn't change because it's great just to see some like things that i've never thought about just pop up into my for you page like i love being able to learn different things yes and i like to stay open-minded and learn about different cultures and ways of life so i absolutely agree definitely um so yeah, I don't know. I guess I was really glad that I looked more into the San Haven Sanatorium so we could kind of cover, um, you know, this huge injustice. And I think it's just really messed up how difficult it was for me to find articles about this, actually. Like, I feel like this is a huge topic. And it's like, it's like it doesn't exist. I mean... Mm-hmm. I don't, and maybe it's because it is in Canada and we're not in Canada. I don't know if that affects our searches, but yeah, I just, I feel like there should be more information on it. I feel like it should be more of a concern, but I guess on the other side of things as well, I mean, this happened a really long time ago. I don't know how old everybody is now. I mean, like the people in the article look, look. They're, they're 72. She says she's 72, and this article is from 2017, so. Yeah, and I also kind of want to say, too, that we think of Canada as, like, this saving grace of America and how amazing it is, but we also have to remember that it does have a dark past, too, and, you know, not everything happens in America. This was literally in Canada. Um, it was extremely sad. It was a huge injustice. Um, so we just have to keep remembering that it's not all in America. Yeah, honestly, that's a really good point. Like, we definitely, like, as Americans, we look at Canada as being, like, this amazing oasis. Mm-hmm. And I would have never thought that this happened there. And you're totally right. They have a dark history, and it's pretty terrifying. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just crazy to think about that this is something that happened there. Yeah. So while we have a lot of malpractice here to talk about, we will probably end up going all the way to Canada too. Yep, absolutely. I mean, they have these cases happen everywhere. And I don't know. We're 
I think we're definitely going to branch out to and start, you know, doing um, like Munchausen by proxy cases and just really anything that is like dark in the medical world. So, you know, we'll probably be labeling our podcasts a bit different soon, just so you can find malpractice cases or Munchausen by proxy or um, just general dark history. Like I would really love to do some podcasts on some of just the weird treatments that we did in the past. And I also want to say that we're not doing this for, I mean, we're not romanticizing anything. We're not doing this for, you know, per se clout or anything. We are doing this for educational purposes. Jacqueline said she had a very hard time finding enough on this because it is hidden because it is sad and dark. Definitely. I, we... We did have somebody comment on one of my posts on TikTok and try to say that I was romanticizing these things. And just as a reminder, I'm chronically ill and I like rely on a doctor's care to make sure that I can function. And I just find it really offensive that someone thinks I would be romanticizing it when this could easily happen to me and that literally terrifies me. Yeah. Like I have such bad trauma from doctors and like I am terrified of medical procedures so like going over these actually bothers me quite a bit I'm not romanticizing it but I do want people to realize that these things happen and it has to change it just it has to change like and if we don't talk about it then it's not going to I mean this person said oh yeah it needs to be talked about but you're romanticizing it you can't say it needs to be talked about but then try to tell me I can't talk about it It doesn't work that way. I think people go to things like that because it's an uncomfortable subject. And yes, it's going to be uncomfortable, but that's why we need to talk about it. So it's no longer uncomfortable because yes, the things that happened in the past are extremely uncomfortable, but they have to be talked about. Otherwise, it's going to repeat itself things are going to keep happening. And I I think you're right. There's definitely some kind of like psychology behind like, oh, this makes me uncomfortable. How can I Mm -hmm. be in control of the situation? And that's usually when you see those comments happen for sure. But you know what I think about when people say stuff like that? You know what's uncomfortable? Hmm. When you're held at a tuberculosis center because you're indigenous and need to be experimented on when other people are able to go home and get over their illness at home. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, I bet those indigenous people were very uncomfortable. Exactly. Diane. (laughs) She did it. She said it. Diane. I don't know if that was that person's name, but I'm coming for you, Diane. I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea what their name was. Like, I literally just like pushed it out of my mind after responding because it it's exactly what you said it was it's a response to being in an uncomfortable situation yep if we're making you uncomfortable we're doing something right peace out yes and we we are 100 percent going to end our episode on that she is totally right if we are making you uncomfortable we have a purpose we are doing what we're supposed to do so thanks for listening and We love our 12 downloaders. You guys are fantastic. And we hope to see you in the next podcast. So, bye. Bye.